We out here, homies. We fucking out here. Celebrating. We at the parade right now. D-Boys. Beating motherfucking asses. Eating motherfucking ass. Or on primetime television. We out here, homies. We celebrating. We out here. We popping bubbly. We got the bubbly. It's flowing. You remember me from school, homie. You remember us. We out here. It's a ticker tape parade for my D-Boys. All up in that motherfucking ass. Episode number 87. Whiskey Sick Podcast. Hit him with that theme music. While she's on the side, hating faded lane on the pavement, wasting all of my patience. Come on, you gotta go. go ahead, put your bad self. You gotta get a lot of bag, but I ask now. Come on and get a lot of bags with my hands out. You gotta get a lot of snap, got a man down. Motherfucker, get up. Go ahead, put your bad self. You gotta get a lot of bag, but I ask now. Come on and get a lot of bags with my hands out. You gotta get a lot of snap, got a man down. Why don't you get up? Oh, shit. Shit, homies. Oh my gosh. You know what motherfucking time it is. Uh, let's just get. I already know what you're saying. This motherfucker gecko right here. Here he is. Celebrating. Popping the bubbly. Ticker tape parading it. Sea walking straight. Set tripping on motherfuckers. After them D boys. Straight. Uh, facial. Uh, humiliated. Um, the, their, their arch rivals. Their arch nemesis. The. 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 Eagles, uh, Carson Wentz, uh, all we hear about is how the Eagles are, are the best team in the NFC, and Carson Wentz is the best quarterback in the NFC, not named Aaron Rodgers. What do the Cowboys go and do? They go and, and slap the diggity dog shit out of them Eagles on, on national television. I know what you're thinking. Homie, Gecko, where the fuck was you the week before? I was in hiding, motherfuckers. Remember, I said there's no way the Cowboys could possibly lose to the Jets. And what did the D-Boys do the last week? They lost to the motherfucking Jets. And what did your boy Moody Hank go and do? He went into motherfucking hiding. Them D-Boys weren't about shit a week ago. And I'll be honest with you. One time I was, I, I was grateful that my golden pick wasn't so golden. I picked the Eagles to win this game 34-23. I picked them to win this game. I did not pick the D-Boys to win this game. And maybe that was the best thing for them. That fired, uh, 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 gave them a fire under their ass. Fuck Doug Peterson with his, his yippity yapping and his gun flapping, his teeth clacking, all that bullshitting he was doing, that perpetrating. Uh, uh, last week, them, uh, them hot boys were them bitch boys. Them, them hot boys were them lady boys. Them hot boys was y'all ain't shit boys. But now, this week, them hot boys is back. Last week we had we had uh, Byron Jones out there getting burned left and right. T- 
talking about uh, setting world records at the combine. Every time they play and they talk about Byron Jones, he's setting records at the combine for long jump. I don't give a fuck about no long jump, homie. I don't give a fuck about no triple jump. I don't give a fuck about no high jump. This ain't the motherfucking Olympics, homie. This ain't the decathlon. You ain't Dan O'Brien. He ain't Dan O'Brien. I don't give a fuck. Give me, give me world records and pass breakups. Give me world records and interceptions. That's what the fuck I need from Byron Jones. I don't want to hear Byron Jones set a world record at the combine for long jump, triple jump, haystack jump. I don't give a fuck. I was prepared to come on here and, and, and undress them D-boys. And Cersei shame them motherfuckers. That's what was about to happen. But I gave it a week. I slept on it. I slept on it. I had I had a scathing podcast. I was going to come right back on here right after the game. And I said, you know what? I might say some shit that I can't take back. And what, what if them D-boys are playing this shit in the locker room before one of their games? And, and they don't let me up in there someday. When I finally get my chance to step into that locker room and, and, and holler at the homies when they win a Super Bowl. And, and, and this podcast blows the fuck up. <laughs> The point is, this is a week-to-week league, motherfuckers. Last week, D-Boy's power ranking, number 25. This week, D-Boy's power ranking, number fucking... I got him around seven. I got him around seven. I know you thought I was going to throw him up in there. Nah, they haven't earned my trust completely. But they did a big step yesterday. Still had some boneheaded, stupid-ass motherfucking penalties to try. They begged... The Eagles to crawl back in that game with holding penalty after holding penalty after holding penalty. But Carson Wentz said, nah, motherfuckers, I don't want this shit. I ain't Nick Foles, homie. I ain't, I ain't Dak Prescott, homie. If there was any doubt, it was answered yesterday. Dak balled. He threw one stupid moron. Homie went back. They, you know, they got the interception. He was sitting there with a the little Gatorade bottle with the moron juice. Stepped on the motherfucking field and threw some bullshit downfield that got intercepted in the end zone. When all we had to do at that point in the game was just get a field goal and the game was going to be over. Short field, this guy goes for it all right on the very next play after we picked off Carson Wentz. Let him off the hook. And still, Carson Wentz said, fuck it. I don't want this shit. His whole team quit on him. They had Alshon Jeffries wide open. Carson Wentz put one on the money, and homie just pulled up lame on it, like short, T-Rex arms, like it was right there. They would have got him right back in the game again. We would have at least had to sweat it out a little. But we cracked their motherfucking asses, homies. We were out there eating ass all motherfucking night with a bib on, with chopsticks. Fucking give us the wet nap so we can wipe the fucking ass off our face when we're done. I woke up smelling my face smelling like ass this morning. We were eating so much motherfucking ass last night. All Bruno. We out here fucking getting it motherfucking done. We're getting it. Diaper change position. Reverse cowgirl. However the fuck they wanted it. We were serving it up. Ass eating extraordinaires last night. Them D-boys were getting them some. Double fisting at the motherfucking table. We back homies. We back. We about to go on a run. Now this season can go one way or the other. We got uh... We got the Giants next after a bye week. Okay, so we're going to be fine. You know what? I'm not, I'm not, okay, I'm not making the same mistake twice. I said that about the Jets game and what the fuck happened. It's, it, this Giants game is, is a, it's a division game. Anything can happen in division games. Likely we win the game. So we're going to be 5-3, and three, let's say. But then the gauntlet starts. Then we go to Detroit. 
That team's got defense. That team, that team's, that team plays. They should, they should be. Their record should be a lot better. They got fucked over in, in, in the Green Bay game. They had a crazy game for week one against the the Cardinals and went to overtime. They got a tie. They got fucked. They got fucked all the time. And that's gonna be a tough game. Then we go. Uh, we we got the, the Vikings. Then we got at Patriots. Then on Thanksgiving we got the Bills, which used to be good. They got a solid ass defense. That de- that offense ain't shit. Even even with that YouTube rapper uh, uh, Cole Beasley out there, um, they still ain't shit. So that that's no gimme. We still got to play the Eagles again. That's never a fucking gimme. Gimme even after the ass eating performance that we put on yesterday. Despite all that, they'll still be back. Carson Wentz can't lose every game against the D-Boys. He's got to win one eventually. Uh, who else? We got the Rams. Got to play the Rams at Rams. I, no, at Dallas, but still the Rams. Tough. We've already played the Saints. We've already played the Packers. You motherfuckers, after the first three weeks, was the, the D-Boys got the easiest schedule. Yeah, they ain't got shit, homies. They had three games. They were front-loaded with three easy-ass games. That's it. The rest of the season is brutal other than the Giants and the Redskins. But fuck it. We out here in the motherfucking streets. We celebrating uh, week seven championships. I don't give a fuck. We on our bye week. We can't possibly lose this week. So it's all good. It's all motherfucking good. Um, What the fuck else we have going on up in here? Uh, my favorite Ramsey. The only Ramsey I know is Jean Benet. Making moves. Out here making promises, begging motherfucking Rams, telling them I ain't gonna, I promise you I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna, uh, I ain't gonna hold out next year after he forced his way off of the Jaguars. Remember this motherfucker got on the Whiskey Sick Podcast radar because he was talking shit about literally every single QB in the league except for his own, who was Blake Bortles, who was the absolute worst. He's talking shit about Dak. He's talking shit about Goff. He's talking shit about everybody. Now Goff is is his motherfucking quarterback. This dude was throwing everybody under the bus, but conveniently failed to mention that he had the worst motherfucking quarterback. Now this dude out here pulling fucking tricks and and hoeing and shit, and out here motherfucking coming out and, and, and you know this year with the at at camp in a Brinks truck and you still ain't get paid, homie. You still on that rookie contract, homie. You getting paid relative to me? You get you getting chips on chips on chips with dip compared to your boy Moody Hank. Who the fuck isn't? That ain't nothing. But you still on that rookie deal? Uh, he's gonna hold the franchise hostage. They'll fucking trade him, and they already trade. They gave up. They gave up their future. The Rams gave up their future. A team that's built on all these crazy ass contracts to win last season, and and now this year adding another one onto the mix. Uh, it ain't go, It ain't. It's all gonna fall apart real quick. That defense is still overpaid and trash. I don't give a damn that you 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 held a whack ass Falcons team to six, seven, ten points, whatever the fuck they had. I don't care. I ain't impressing me. Every other team, you gave up 55 to the Bucks. 48 was offensive. You gave up 48 to the Bucks. A team like that with the best player uh, ever since Lawrence Taylor and, and, and uh, that Donald dude. I don't see it, but that's what everybody else says. Homie doesn't even fucking breathe on quarterbacks for like six games. He has one good game, and he's like, oh, he's the best player in the league. Fuck it. Now he's over there. Now he, he gets a couple tackles and everybody, oh, yeah, he, he's going to change it. No, he's not. 
No, he's not. And wait until he starts acting like Jalen. Wait until he starts acting like Mr. Jean Bonnet. Wait until that locker room shit and you guys fucking realize one day after a loss or some shit, this guy, this guy ain't that. He's a, he's a step below AB. He's the next AB. He's AB in the waiting. He's the heir to the motherfucking AB throne. Trust me on that shit. But I'm happy. Jalen's just down the... Are we over here in Dago Bitch, California, where we're, we're hitting a, a, a heat wave in the middle of the motherfucking fall out of nowhere. It's, it's going to be mid-90s all week. We fucking... Red ass napkin advisory warning is in effect. And we right down the street from my favorite Ramsey. The only Ramsey I know is Jean Benet. We right down the street from this motherfucker now. So maybe we pay this motherfucker a visit and, 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 and give him some fucking commissary. Give this motherfucker some fucking uh, 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 charity and, and pay for one of these motherfucking tickets and, and holler at this dude in real life. I don't know. This, this could be on the horizon. Maybe them D-boys go to L.A. again this year and avenge that, that playoff loss. But all this does is ensure that the Whiskey Sick Podcast and, and, and Jean Benet, uh, Jalen Ramsey are, are going to have a fantastic relationship for, for years to come. Fuck else do we got? Uh, Baker out here. You know, I missing, missed last week. Baker out here. He had one win and now all of a sudden he ain't, he ain't shit again. Uh, the homie I gave, I dubbed the NFL, uh, uh, the NFL version of Seth Gecko. Boy, was I wrong. This dude. Talked all kinds of dry hate, dry hate on, on Daniel Jones, who, by the way, he probably was right. After the first two games, everybody was like, oh, they found the fucking heir, you know, the apparent, you know, heir apparent to Eli Manning. Now he looks like fucking just, I don't know. He, he looks trash, too. So maybe Baker was right on that. So all he had to do was just double down when he started running his mouth. Say, yeah, I said that dude ain't shit because I don't think he ain't shit. Instead, he backtracked, he took it all back, started pussyfooting, started moonwalking. That ain't some Seth Gecko shit. I, I was expecting, hey, Baker could be like, yeah, and that motherfucker can bring his ass up into the Thunderdome if, he's want, if he wants to deal with it, if he wants to sort things out. We can, we can sort, things, sort things out through fisticuffs in the Thunderdome, motherfucker. Bring your ass on. We could have set that Thunderdome up uh, uh, real nice for, for Daniel Jones and, and Baker Mayfield. But Baker's out here, here sucking some, some fucking... He, he, he's, he's eating dicks to the face, homies. I, I can't... I can't, uh, I can't... There's no other way around it. I mean, this dude threw, was like 8 for 22... With exactly 100 yards. And you know what? By the way, Jared Goff, I saw you the week before. You threw 78 yards. A grown-ass man in the NFL. An NFL starting quarterback. A fucking number one pick in the NFL. Threw 78 yards. And it wasn't even his first game in the league. It wasn't his rookie season even. Motherfucker came out here and threw 12 passes for 78 yards. Threw 12 completions for 78 yards two weeks ago. We saw that shit. Don't think we didn't see that shit. Baker's like, here, at least I got 100 Eight completions, 100 yards. The matter, I threw the ball fucking 75 times. He ain't got it. He ain't got it no more. Whatever happened to Baker, I I, I don't know. He, he needs to... His, his, his throws, they're trash. There's, there's no touch on them at all. They're like, they're like Frisbees. They're just nice and flat. He, this dude should be playing in, the, in that little Frisbee football league and shit that they have where these dudes are like chasing a Frisbee for 85 yards and, and like laying out, making incredible catches and shit. Maybe that's what Baker Baker's future is, cause uh, it's it's looking pretty ugly right now. All the all the the checks this dude's writing, 
This dude's writing all kinds of checks and, 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 and working at, you know, fucking Walmart or some shit. Can't possibly pay for all this debt. Uh, Aaron Rodgers, everybody out here fucking swanging and schlonging and fucking having a hooting and hollering. Aaron Rodgers this, Aaron Rodgers that because he beat the Raiders. Um, which which they were, they were on the hook. They were on the hook. And Derek Carr left, let them motherfuckers off the hook doing the same bullshit that cost them a game against the Cowboys, uh, uh, Zeke in, in, no, was it 2016, 2000, it was our 2017 season, uh, homie, homie had the game, there was like a couple seconds left in the game, they were gonna go ahead and, 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 the, and Derek Carr ran for the pylon and lost the ball before he reached it across the goal line and went out the end zone and they they lost the game literally lost the game and he did that shit again this week right before halftime they were going to take the lead the Raiders were going to be up 17 to 14 going into halftime at worst at worst they were going to be down 14 to 13 which is a big deal instead that he loses the ball at the end zone Aaron Rodgers goes right down the field instead of it 17 to 14 it's 21 to what seven 21 to seven they get the ball right back after that at halftime and that's 28 to seven the game's fucking over game's over they 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 just handed the raiders Derek carr just gift wrapped that um donated it plans to write it off uh, you know when the taxes at the end of the year already inputted it into tax slayer that's charity what he gave these motherfuckers yesterday the the green bay packers are the most lucky team ever now guess guess what you want to see how lucky the packers are they playing the Chiefs this this week. I think in in KC without Patrick Mahomes, with me at starting quarterback, with the uh, pod podcast listening extraordinaire Ivanito at quarterback. For all we know, for all we care, it's crazy. This dude, they, they get every every break, and then this dude uh, Aaron Rodgers wants to do his little his corny ass little. Uh, I, I just smashed out your old lady uh, while you were at work, smile and shit. Like, he knows something that you don't know. Like, he's seen your shooter. Like, he peeked over the little urinal divider or some shit. You walking out the, out the motherfucking bathroom in the mall and shit. And this dude standing right across from you just eyeing you from the water fountain and shit. Side-eyeing you with a little smirk on his motherfucking eyes. I don't like that shit. I don't like that shit at all. I don't like that Aaron Rodgers little, little slyness shit. Like, he, he digging out your old lady. Why you out here fucking bagging groceries and shit, paying the bills and shit? That ain't, that ain't cool. Chiefs win. Patriots, Jets. Come on, Jets. Redeem, redeem my D-boys, please, for me. Come out here and, and, and beat the Patriots. Because I ain't sold on the Patriots either. They ain't shit to me. They out there rolling with, 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 with XFL uh, rejects at, at wide receiver and shit right now. They coming out there with, with nobodies, sad sacks, little puds, pud wanks. You got to come out here, Jets, and do what you did to my D-boys. Of course, we had to play with Sam Darnold. Not that he ain't shit, but the homie that was before him that was filling in for him while he was uh, sick with his, his typhoid fever, fever or, or jaundice or whatever the fuck he had. That dude, who, who was that guy? Falk or some shit that filled, filled in for him? Of course, the Cowboys didn't play for him. Play against him. They had to play against Sam Darnold. And he's all right. He's all right. He ain't shit. He's a little better than Jared Goff. I'll give you that. Bill still ain't shit. Struggled with the Dolphins yesterday. Jaguars, Bengals ain't shit. The Vikings. This dude, Kirk Cousin, out here eating ass the last couple weeks. I can't pretend. I can't just walk by and pretend I didn't see Kirk Cousins 
eating some fucking ass. Six, you know, 69 position ass eating these motherfuckers out here the last two weeks. This dude's out here showing out. His fucking wevels are clanging in the halls. Clanging in the locker room. Them little ass biddies is making some loud noise. We got them in a couple weeks. I know the Cowboys are going to give up some points on that shit. Delvin Cook out here fucking... Another dude out here just getting him some. Getting him some every week. I think he's got to be leading the league in rushing. It ain't Zeke. Zeke had another good night. Zeke's already, he's had quietly, he's had a four 100-yard games. Quiet. as The quiet, quietest 100-yard games you can see. There's, there's running backs that won't have a single 100-yard game this whole entire season. A lot of them. Every year. This dude's got four quietly in seven games. Quiet. Because he had a couple stinkers. Dalvin Cook, he, this dude's cooking it. That's a perfect name for this dude's. This dude's cooking it. He's searing motherfuckers. High heat. Raiders, Packers already shit on that shit. Texans, Colts. The Colts are for real, man. That's a sleeper right there. Jacoby, uh, Brissett, you know, when, when the Patriots didn't want to get rid of him, that's t- that tells you something. You know, if, Col- if, if Jacoby Brissett was on, on the Patriots right now, I, I wouldn't even put it past you. I bet he'd be starting over Tom Brady right now. Tom Brady wouldn't be a Patriot anymore if Bill Belichick had his way and had Jacoby Brissett still there. Maybe even with Garoppolo. Not that Garoppolo ain't shit. I, I, don't, I, don't, I ain't buying Garoppolo. A little fragile knee-ass motherfucker out here blowing knees out and shit. Just, just you know, regular jog down the sideline and shit. Cardinals, uh, little Kyler Murray. Uh, not an impressive game. He didn't do that much. I mean, he's dope. I, I like him. Um, Skip Bayless was calling him a little, little uh, Jose Altuve. That, that shit's right on, actually. He is a little Al, uh, Altuve type dude. Little man that can play. He can play. I mean, these dudes, look at this. The 49ers got the same record. They're, the Cowboys are barely a game better than the 40. The 40 uh, I mean, than the, wait, what are, uh, than the Cardinals, I mean. The Cardinals are three and three now with a tie. They could be four and three. They could they could have the same. The Cardinals with this straight up rookie ass quarter uh, quarterback man tied tied the Lions in the first game. Had some had some close comebacks that they lost. This team's a lot better. That that division is the best division in football. I think the Rams. I'm gonna hit you with this shit. The Rams are the worst team in that division. Niners undefeated. Seahawks, I don't care what happened to them yesterday. I'll take fucking Russ Wilson over anybody in that division, any team with Russ Wilson on it. And then this team, this Cardinals team, who's only a gang back of the Rams, I'll take them over the Rams. I think the Rams are the worst team in that division. I said before, I, I'm pretty sure I put it on wax. I didn't think the Rams were going to make the playoffs. They got Jalen, my favorite. Uh, the only Ramsey I know is Jean Benet out there. Oh, he's going to turn the tide. I doubt that shit. That 49ers defense is on some. You talk about ass eating. These dudes doggy style eating it from behind, homies. Nose up in the fucking starfish. These dudes is getting some every fucking week. The only Bosa I know is Nick. I don't know about you, Joey. I don't know where the fuck you at. But little brother's over here fucking showing you, stroking out, stroking you. You in the corner beating your pud. This motherfucker's stroking it. 49ers only scored nine points against the Redskins, but it was like a tsunami going during that game. The Chargers, my God, the fucking Chargers. These guys out here fucking patenting, trademarking, inventing. Thomas Edison fucking inventing new ways to lose games. And as low as my cap, the the Chargers are the Cowboys of the AFC, and they have been for a better part of like going on two decades. 
the the Cowboys would lose in the worst, craziest way, and the and and the fucking Chargers would be hold my blunt. And they would lose every time when the Cowboys try to try to 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 steal some of this loser shine. The Chargers are like the limbo world champions. They you cannot set the bar low enough for these motherfuckers. These motherfuckers can crawl low like an ant. They'll crawl under any bar you set. There is no bar too low for the limbo world champion. Uh, I wish San Diego. I still I still wish they were in San Diego. L.A. Chargers. These motherfuckers get down. They're, they're, they play like shit the whole game. They finally come back because it's the Titans who finally got rid of Mariota. I told you motherfuckers two weeks ago. I told you. I've been telling you since, the, since last year. These motherfuckers. I've been saying since this podcast started, Mariota ain't shit. They sat his ass down for Ryan Tannehill, who actually competed, uh, completed some passes. It still ain't shit. The Titans still ain't shit. He smoked the D-Boys last year, though. This ain't about the D-Boys. This is about the motherfucking Chargers. They come back. They get all the way down to first and goal from the one-yard line with 30 seconds left. Roses. Roses. They got, they got roses all around them. That's all they got. This is an easy motherfucking win. Get stuffed at the line. Then they get a pass interference in the end zone and get a second first and goal from the one. After they got like a penalty, a false start or some shit, illegal formation, they got backed up five yards. The very next play, they get a pass interference in the end zone, a gift, and get the ball back at the one. First and goal with like 17 seconds left. Plenty of time. They get stuffed at the line twice and Melvin Gordon fumbled on both fucking carries mr hold himself out mr uh i'm the savior this dude tried to act like he was the savior he was the answer for for the for the chargers this dude was gonna come out here and be their savior like like fucking rapunzel and shit from the tower letting her fucking hair down he was gonna save these the uh, his his fucking teammates that's how good he was mr i i want to be paid like zeke and Gurley and Levion. that fucking guy and the league said Oh, fuck all that, homeboy. And he came running back with his tail between his legs, but he pretended he was doing it because the Chargers were losing and he wanted to save them. And what does this motherfucker go out here and do? Forgets what sport he's playing. This motherfucker starts dribbling the ball across the fucking goal line. Dumbass motherfucker out here sipping on the goddamn moron juice on the sidelines. Put the fucking moron juice down. Melvin, only Gordon I know is Fisherman. Melvin Fisherman Gordon out here. You need to be serving up the fish sticks, homie. You out here dribbling the fucking ball across the line with, with with 10 seconds left. All you gotta do is go one fucking yard. What is that, like three feet? You could piss farther than that shit. You fumble the ball twice. Game over. Chargers lose. They didn't even get the field goal. The worst case, the fail safe, the, the ace in the hole is that they could have just kicked the field goal at any time. Tie this game up and and take your chances in overtime. But homies found a way to fucking lose it again. Sad sack ass motherfuckers. And they got a decent squad. Now, now half their team is, is, is fucking chilling with me on the sidelines over here talking shit because they're all injured. They, they, they got, you talk about the most injured team in the league, it, it, it's the Chargers. Every year. If it's not Keenan Allen, it, it's, it's Henry. Uh, Henry Cejudo, I don't remember the fucking guy's name. Henry uh, Henry Helms or Hen- Henry Hunter Helms, <laughs> Triple H, Hunter Hemsley. I don't know the fucking guy's name. All right, 
You know who the fuck I'm talking about. Actually, he's pretty fucking good, but the problem with him is he can't stay on the field at all, and he's out for the season, I think, again, or at least most of the season. Who knows? They don't got nobody out there, man. That defense, Joey Bosa, I don't know where that guy's at. Squad's just Melvin Ingram, Melvin Gordon, Melvin, I don't, uh, whoever the fuck, uh, I don't know. I think he's out. There's just, they got a lot of issues over there and want to be San Diego. Um, Saints, Bears, Bears just ain't shit. Mitchell Trubisky ain't about shit. Ain't about shit. When you see players like that in the league and you're like, Colin Kaepernick is like right over here, homie. At least I put him in tomorrow. He cannot be worse than this dude, Mitchell Trubisky. Let me see this. I got to see this fucking. I got to. Let me let me see. I just seen. I was watching this out of the corner of my eye. Okay, he wasn't. Not horrible completions. They made him throw 54 times. You don't ever in your life want a Mitchell Trubisky throwing 54 times in a game. He should throw 54 times in a season. And you might be all right. In a game, you're losing that game. But he did complete 34, game, uh, 34 passes. Two touchdowns. Uh, no interceptions. 86 rating. Rating. Uh, QBR 33, um, not a great game. He just, you know, he can't make the plays when it when it when it matters. Teddy, uh, Teddy Graham's bridge water over here. He just does, you know, just enough. He ain't great, but they're they're like five six and zero oh without without uh, Drew Brees. So he's keeping this shit afloat. Um, there'll there'll be something to uh, somebody's gonna have to go up into into New Orleans, which isn't as formidable as it used to be. The Ravens and the Seahawks. That was that was a dope game. Uh, Lamar Jackson. This dude's running, he's throwing, he's he's Michael Vick without quite the arm of Michael Vick. He might be faster than Michael Vick. Michael Vick was fast. This dude might be faster than him. He might be a better runner of the ball than Michael Vick. You're splitting hairs when it comes to those two in that department. I still think Michael Vick had a better arm accuracy, probably. I think he was better, like, man, they're so close to being the same player. Um, As of right now, I would still take Michael Vick pre uh, dog fighting scandal, like, before all that, if that never happened, who knows what ha- would have been Michael Vick, because before that, he was completely unstoppable, I think he was a little bit better, now, after, uh, the dog fighting, um, shit that went down with the little corgis or whatever the fuck they had going on, um, after that, he still had some good seasons, he had a solid season with the Eagles, um, but he wasn't the same guy. You can't lose two years of, of of not playing in the NFL and come back and be the same guy that he was. And then, uh, of course, the D boys. You already know what the fuck happened. Uh, humiliating facials being being delivered last night. Uh, Cowboys uh, mushroom stamping uh, the whole NFC, putting them on motherfucking blast, putting them on notice, um, like eviction notices, just leaving them on their fucking front door, dipping out, skeeting out. Uh, first place Dallas Cowboys, as we have been all year, and we will we will make the playoffs, and we'll be a, we'll be a tough out. We're gonna be a real tough out. Whether we go up in your house, put our muddy muddy boots up on the fucking couch and stomp around, or you coming up in our house, uh, we we shoes off at the door, motherfuckers. We gonna we gonna slap you around. Trust me on that shit. It's gonna it's gonna be a tough game if we can ever just you know get rid of these bullshit ass. Um, starts the games where they just don't show up for the first half of games and then they're already blown out at halftime like the last three weeks. Um, but we right back in it, homies. I, I know you, you you still, hey, I, I didn't see you last week. I didn't see you, you know, uh, running, talking that shit, you know, um, clicking your heels and all that stuff, you know, double dutching. Nah, I wasn't. I wasn't hopscotching. I wasn't, you know, anything. I was in hiding. 
was chilling, trolling underneath the Coronado Bridge somewhere. But I'm back. I'm back. The D-Boys are back. Life is good. You know what else is good? On top of all this uh, NFL stuff that's going down. It's opening day tomorrow, motherfuckers. The Pelicans. Oh, oh, the Pelican uh, um, prediction of the year is coming. You already know, last year I famously threw that Pelicans prediction out there and I got immediately slapped in the face with it and it all came falling apart. Not this year, homies. If you haven't been paying attention to my Pelicans, uh, Zion is a killer. He is going to miss a few weeks. Uh, He's got a little meniscus uh, strain or something going on. That's cool. Um, keep that keep that dude under wraps. We need to monitor his minutes. He goes way too hard. I was watching him in the preseason, which the Pelicans went 5-0, beat good teams, had major comebacks, 23-point comebacks. They did it all, shot the three, um, averaging like 120 points a game, had like three or three games, two or three games in 130, scoring 130 points. These dudes are, are balling. Uh Zion Williamson was probably the MVP of the little preseason that went down. I mean, he was like, he was dope. I mean, they talk about, oh, he doesn't make any shots from outside the 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 free throw line. Who gives a fuck if he can get all the way to the rim? He's taking fools off the dribble, but he goes so hard, man. I was like, dude, he's going to blow something sooner or later. And, you know, he strained his knees, kind of been playing, you know, dealing with that ever since that, that, uh, no, that fucking somebody gave him that knockoff Nike shoe when he was back in uh, Duke and his, his shoe blew up in the middle of a play and he went down and hurt his knee. I don't know if it's the same knee, but um, he, we're just going to play precautionary with him. It's okay. We, we we got plenty of firepower on this team. We haven't even unleashed J.J. Redick and we were doing this. He didn't play until like the last game he played a little bit and was just yakking threes. Oh, God. Uh, I, I'm back on I'm the, the, the homie who talked the most shit. This uh, on wax episode after episode about Lonzo Ball, how trash he was. I came up out of the um, the NCAA tournament two years ago when when uh, De'Aaron Fox cracked his ass, Lonzo Ball's ass, uh, in, in in the tournament and knocked out knocked out UCLA. His Kentucky uh, Kentucky Wildcats knocked out the Bruins that year, and and he scored. De'Aaron Fox had like thirty nine points, and Lonzo had like ten. And and De'Aaron Fox balled him up, like took him to the rack whenever he wanted to, deed him up, uh, just stifled him. I said, this dude ain't shit in this big game. This dude disappeared, and he hasn't been shit. (coughs) My bad. I said, you can't come up in here with a with a middle school jumper. This dude over here shooting ball, heaving the ball with like all his body weight like I used to do when I was in seventh grade. And this dude was like bringing the ball across his body. He had the, he had the worst for all the shit his dad would talk. Lavar would talk. It's like how great of a coach he was bringing these kids up. You didn't even teach your kid how to shoot the fucking basketball. You didn't teach him number rule number two. New, rule number one in basketball is dribble. Rule number two is shooting. You didn't even teach him how to do that shit. This dude out here heaving the ball like granny style in the NBA. Embarrassing. Now he's worked on it. He's come over here. But here's the thing. He's on a team now that they don't need him to do that shit. If he hits a three here and there, good for him. We just need this dude to push the pace, lob those up to uh, to Zion, lob those up to to um, uh, Ingram, lob those up to Jackson Hayes. Hopefully he's going to get some playing time. Lobs, just lobs all day. Run the offense, dish, kick it, get in the lane. We don't need you to shoot the ball. I told, I told you, if he got, he could be the first starting player in the NBA to not attempt a single shot 
all season. That would be best case scenario. But he has worked on his shot a little bit. Um, it's changed. He, he had a couple good shooting nights. He had a couple not so good shooting nights so far with us. But he, he looks a lot better. This pace, this team is built for a dude like Lonzo Ball. The old Lakers were not. That shit hadn't. No. We are fast runners. We are high scorers. We are going to make the fucking playoffs, homies. Everybody's got us out. I'm going to tell you like this. I'm going to tell you this like this here. Because I've been watching the Golden State Warriors. I love me some Golden State Warriors. Without Klay Thompson, these dudes, they might be out of this playoff race by the time Klay Thompson comes back in, like, February, March, February, if he has to, like, hurry it up. Like, you should take a lot longer with the HCL tear than that. They're going to rush him back. Hopefully they don't. You see what's happened to Boogie Cousins. But they ain't going to make the playoffs. The Pelicans are going to make the playoffs over them or the Spurs. One of those teams isn't making the playoffs, and the Pelicans are. We're going to be an 8 or a 7 seed. Now, let the, let the, I don't think the Lakers make the playoffs. How about that shit? How about that shit? But let's just, let's go with your scenario. You motherfuckers out there with the, they're going, they're going to the NBA finals, the conference finals, this, that. Okay, give them a one or a two seed. Don't let them see us. By the way, they're pretty much us from a couple years ago. They're the LA Pelicans now. They, they're over there with, with all of our, our, our sloppy seconds. With, 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 uh, uh, homeboy, the point guard, uh, uh, uh Rondo and AD, a lot of those players are over there from the from where the Pelicans were, and um, we gonna, if they if they get a first or second, the Pelicans are knocking their bitch asses out in the first round. So I hope they do have a good season. I hope I'm wrong and they do make the playoffs because I'll tell you what, them Lakers is one injury away. AD soft, soft. This month soft, homies. This dude is is is. is his, his his thread count is see through, homie. Straight up, he he don't get your thread count up, ad. This dude missing games for for hangnails and shit. This dude out here missing all sorts of games and then playing like fifty games a year out of those. Probably really playing thirty five hard, like he gives a fuck. This dude's soft. He's an injury away from from being out. My prediction is in December he goes out for a couple months, and, and that's when the team falls apart. Or Braun goes out again like he did last year for a month. And then what happened? The team fell apart. One of those two guys is going down. And guess what? If it's if it's Braun, shit is over, homie. Shit is over. AD cannot. His shoulders are weak, homie. His shoulders will, will crumble upon that weight. You've seen it. He can't carry a team by himself. He blames everybody. Oh, I don't have enough help. Homie, if you're that motherfucker... You're that motherfucker. You can go on any team and carry that team to the playoffs. I've seen Braun do it. KD can do it. Those are the type of dudes that go to a franchise, a shitty franchise, any franchise. Pick a franchise right now. Spin a motherfucking wheel. They can go there and contend for a motherfucking title. You can't do that with AD. AD ain't that dude. He's soft. Mentally, physically, he's soft. I'm telling you right now, he's soft. So you better hope it's AD because you still have a slight chance if, if LeBron's still on that court. If, 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 if LeBron goes down this year, it's done. It's over. You went to Jared. That's what you did this offseason. You went to Jared. You got yourself uh, uh, Jared. Uh, what the fuck is his name? That little trolling-ass motherfucker from the Nets. Um, Dudley. Jared fucking Dudley. That's your big offseason uh, acquisition. And, and, and uh, Howard. Dwight Howard. Another soft-ass motherfucker. Another dude who threw a fucking promising ass career. You know, there's no bigger, softer motherfucker than 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 Dwight Howard. But okay, that's what you rolling with. Good luck with that shit. With 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 LeBron James running the point and shit. Good luck with that shit. 
but I got them out of the playoffs. That that's my bold prediction. And I got the Pelicans in that seven or eight seed. I got I got the Nuggets gonna be be beast in this year. Uh, Utah's always gonna be a problem. The Trailblazers is always a problem until the playoffs come around. But they'll be in the playoffs, even though they got a kind of a retooled team over there. Uh, so homies, I just uh, yip yapped for about uh, ten minutes. Um, and the shit wasn't recording. I don't know what the fuck happened. I don't even know what the fuck I was just talking about when you last heard this. Something about Utah or some shit of like that. Um, I just went through all my fucking picks. Uh, who I was gonna, who I was gonna have, you know, winning in in the NBA, being being in the mix in the NBA. Um, I was the Eastern Conference. Let me just give you a brief brief what I was just yapping to myself about that will never that's off into the ether the gold that I was spitting is now all off into the ether never to be heard again Milwaukee's gonna be a problem over in the east Boston you know they're gonna be you know Jimmy Butler's over there yada 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 uh, uh I mean uh Kemba Walker's with the, with with Boston. Uh, we got Miami Heat. They got Jimmy Butler. The 76 ers going to be in the mix. Probably the favorites to win the East. Indiana Pacers get Oladipo back. Nets ain't going to be shit until KD gets back. And even when he comes back next year, he's going to need a whole year before he comes back and looks like himself. Um, Toronto Raptors might be, uh, you know, who knows what's going to happen with them. I mean, they lost two big pieces right there. The biggest one, the biggest piece in in, in the NBA. You'll say losing losing Kawhi is a lot worse than the than uh, the the Pelis losing AD. AD didn't give a fuck and didn't play for us for over for over two years, man. Um, so I mean, who gives a fuck about the the the, the East? The West is, is built. I got the I got the Pelicans. I got Denver, uh, Houston. I, you know, I don't know about Houston, man. I was just talking about the Houston. I hate watching the Houston Rockets play basketball. It's it's the worst, most boring fucking basketball there is. It's hard and hard and hard and dribble, 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 step back three. Dribble, 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 hard and dribble into the lane and yak something up. And now it's going to be hard and hard and dribble, dribble. And then next time down the floor, it'll be Westbrook, Westbrook, dribble, dribble, dribble. It's just going to be fucking whack. I might even take the Spurs or Golden State to make the playoffs over them. It's just, it's not, it's just... You can't win. I mean, you see in the playoffs, they get it's enough to get into the playoffs. But I don't know how these two dudes are going to survive. I know, I know they did it before, early in their careers where they weren't like this. Harden was definitely not this type of player when he was back in the Oklahoma uh, OKC days. Um, Lakers will be in the mix. I got them missing the playoffs. Fuck it. I threw that. That's the fucking. That's the little little. The heat rock of the episode right there. We got, um, so San Antonio is going to be in the mix, probably on the way out. One of those teams isn't going to make it. Golden State is right going to be on the mix. Um, Portland's always a team that's going to be in the playoffs, but probably they don't perform in the playoffs. Clippers, Utah, both going to be in there. And then the Pelicans, man, it's just, it it is what it is. And it all starts tomorrow. It all starts tomorrow. Opening fucking day. Who's leading off? Who's lead off bat? The Pelicans. Now without Zion, but that's all right. But the Pelicans going up into the, the world champs house, Feet up on the fucking couch. Get their old lady bent over the motherfucking kitchen table. That's how it's going to go down tomorrow, homie. We 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 just fucking busting loads willy-nilly tomorrow night. Trust me on that. We starting this shit off. Lead off batting tomorrow. The NBA season kicks off with the Pelicans versus the Raptors. After that is the battle of the Staples Center, L.A. Clippers and L.A. Lakers. Damn, it's going to be fucking dope. And you got game one of the World Series tomorrow. That's going to be some motherfucking shit, homies. That's what's popping. But let me get into some fucking fight talk before I get up out of here. I had a whole bunch of shit I was going to come up in here with. But, man, when I when I get on them D-boy fucking rant, when the Cowboys, when they fucking win, man, it, it it's, it's a big deal to your boy. 
It's your di- it's a big deal to your boy Moody Hank. I mean, I'm um, it, it's it's everything. I mean, every every win is like winning the Super Bowl. I mean, that no win is is guaranteed. Your your last win could be literally your last win. You never know when you're gonna win this shit. Um, but we had a couple a uh, couple um couple fight cards. What did we have here? We had Greg Hardy fight just a couple weeks, ago, a couple days ago. That's some shit. This motherfucker out here. Did you see that shit? This dude out here with a inhaler in between rounds. All of a sudden, comes up all, all fucking ga- uh, chilling again. It, homie was gassed. Comes back, you know, hits the inhaler between rounds. Comes back and he's fine. No shit. Can everybody get inhalers to o- open up their lungs? Can we get hit ourselves with the with the fucking TRT with the fucking steroids and shit in between fucking rounds? Who knows what's in that shit. Not to mention, everybody would like to be able to hit an inhaler to get a little little oomph back in their lungs in between rounds. This dude out here saying I asked people and they said it was okay. I don't know who the fuck you're asking, but I think it's pretty pretty obvious that you, you'd have to go through some crazy medical shit to have a, a medical reason to have that shit approved. They don't even let you take IVs, homie. You you can you can't take IVs in between weigh-ins and, and and the fight day anymore because you can hide shit in them in between them. You can you can actually flush shit out of your body using them. So that's why they don't allow you to do that shit. Who knows what's in that motherfucking inhaler you got going on? This dude out here, Greg Hardy, give this dude, give him Andre Arlovsky. I was thinking, who's a good actual fighter? Andre Arlovsky, he's not gonna. If you're really trying to be, bring up this Greg Hardy, who ain't shit. I mean, he, he's getting better. I'll give him that. He he is getting better, but he ain't shit. He he's like a he's not even a Bellator fighter. Like there's dudes over there in Bellator that they've given him like they found this last dude at the Flying J in the showers or some shit. He was actually probably the best fighter Greg Hardy has fought in, uh, like at all. But I mean. He wasn't shit. I mean, and the last dude before that was literally like a fucking custodian at a junior high school. Like it, it, it was bad. Um, but we had Joanna. We had Joanna a couple weeks ago versus uh, basically the Betty World Championship over here with Michelle Watterson versus uh, Joanna. Uh, bad little Betty's bad. Both both bad. Joanna uh, did it. She took a listen. Michelle Watterson can't be getting into these kickboxing matches with these real technical strikers. She, Michelle Watterson's st- style of striking is not built to to win a fight like that. To get into a technical kickboxing bout, she's gonna get smoked. She has this like point karate type of style where it's like one shot. She can't. She has that. She has side kicks and little little snap kicks, and that's basically it. You need round kicks. You need round kicks because you can put them with your hands. You can throw them in combination with your hands. They're a lot more deadly. Like when you see Joanna doing it, throwing inside leg kicks, outside leg kicks off of hand combinations. Um, the little side kicks. Yeah, you might stick one. You might you might hit somebody with one every once in a while, but it's it's not. You're not putting combinations together. You're you're getting outworked. You're getting for every one strike that you're landing, you're getting like three or four put on you. And she was just getting. Picked apart like Michelle Watterson, her her takedowns and, and her wrestling is actually way better than I thought it was. She was like a hundred and five pounder, hundred and ten pounder, like coming up before she got into the UFC, and now she's at one fifteen. So as one, think about a hundred and fifteen pound girl, how small that is, and she's smaller than that. So and she's a good wrestler. That's like her best part of her game. She's a good grappler. She had you on his back a couple times. She, you know, looked like she might have her in a, a rear naked choke a couple times. Just just from scrambles, uh, you know, from the clinch and shit. Like she she had some good quality shit. She she learned to use uh, you know some round kicks. You got you can't come in here with just strictly karate kicks. 
that's the problem with with with, with Conor McGregor. He throws a lot of side kicks and like teeps and snap front snap kicks. Now you say, well, the second Diaz fight, he threw a lot of leg kicks, but they were awkward. Like the first couple were nice, and then after that, he started landing his foot. He wasn't turning his hips over. It, it was the ugliest leg kick, but it shows you how damaging leg kicks are because even out as poor as conor mcgregor's techniques were throwing that leg kick it was still doing a ton of damage because when you land when you land with that shin bone you know even throwing a, any kind of kick it's going to do damage no matter where it lands you see this all the time just throw a kick no kick misses if they have to block it in any sort of way it landed there's no such thing as oh he blocked the kick no you either got out of the way and it didn't touch you if it touches you it hurts you whether you're blocking it with your forearms with with your hands whatever the hell you're doing it's gonna hurt you a round kick at least and michelle waterson she just doesn't have that type of style to go out there and beat a girl like yoana yonjaychik she's just gonna get outpointed like she did and just beat up over five rounds cub swanson versus cron gracie listen this ended up being a great fight, but early on in this fight, I, I was coming for you, Kron. Uh, the the male Ronda Rousey. That that's what, and I'm not I'm not backing away from that. He he's the he's the male Ronda Rousey. His striking is terrible, but somehow he managed to cut Cub Swanson. Now Cub Swanson's been in, in in wars. Has all all kinds of like scar tissue built up over his face. You know you, you know walking out into a, a brisk cold might split his 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 eyelid open or some shit. Uh, but, you know, he, Kron did land some shit here and there. But Cub Swanson's also a reckless fighter that leaves him open a lot. But he pretty much put a clinic on Kron Gracie. Um, his, uh, Kron's, Kron's stand-up is straight trash. If it was just a kickboxing match, bring your ass up into the Thunderdome. I'm piecing that dude up. No no, no shit in you. I mean, it's day one beginner's class shit. He, it, it's like he just took his gloves out the fucking wrapper. Fresh out the wrapper. The mouthpiece hasn't even been... Uh, mold it yet you know he hasn't even put it in the hot water and, and molded it to his mouth you know um he's literally a, a 24-hour fitness like kickboxer some dude that you see hitting the bag at 24-hour fitness that's the kind of level that cron gracie striking is at um but it ended up being a pretty dope fight and i'll tell you this this dude cron gracie is probably he's probably rolling in motherfucking Betty's. that dude out there in, in Huntington Beach and shit, that homie's out there, it don't matter what the fuck, he's got the Gracie name, he's got the looks with the long flowing luscious locks, this homie's out here slaying Betty's. it doesn't matter that he lost the Cub Swanson, this dude's probably got a studio apartment out on the beach with one of those big ass um, Vegas style revolving doors, you know, where two people can walk in at the same time and then you can like trap each other in if you, you can trap each other and you either, you can't get out if one pushes too fast, you know those fucking He's probably got one of those. A fucking uh, ambulance, the fucking fire department is probably at his apartment every fucking week get, trying to get Betty's out of that revolving-ass door. They're all stuck in there fucking coming in and out of Cron Gracie's house. He's got to be a, a, a high-level uh, Betty Slayer. This dude's slaying Betty's left and fucking right. Um, but, I mean... Your stand-up, son. You, you need to spend a little less time smashing out the Bettys and shit up in your little bachelor pad and put a little time into that striking game because here's the problem. If you're going to have a, a specialist of some sort, if you could only choose one thing to be great at, it, it, it whether it's striking, uh, wrestling, or jiu-jitsu, it's going to be wrestling because you can take people down. The problem second and very close would be striking you could probably argue those two if you you know have a little bit of takedown defense then uh you know and and somebody can't get you down then they're fucked but the worst thing to have is just jujitsu just jujitsu at this level is not gonna fucking do it 
you're in the Bellators, you, you don't take your ass over to 1FC because you're going to get your ass pieced up. Like, I, I talked a lot of shit about 1FC, but them motherfuckers, go watch that Brandon Verified at 205 from, like, last weekend. That shit was fucking flames. They, they have some killers over there. These motherfuckers crawling out of the jungle and shit, and they got a fucking, they got some killers over there. A lot of USC guys going over there and having tough work, even, oh, even though Demetrius Johnson just won a, a fucking title over there. Um, but I, I don't know where the fuck I was going with that. Oh, specialist. Don't be just a jujitsu specialist. Because here's the problem with jujitsu specialists. They only have one type of takedown. And their takedowns aren't very good. Ronda Rousey sucked because she only had one way to get you to the ground. When she couldn't get you in a little collar tie, a little grappling, a little clinch, and, and, and hip toss you to the ground, she couldn't get you to the ground. She didn't have a double leg. She didn't have a single leg. She didn't have double underhooks to, you know, some inside trips or anything like that. She had nothing. She couldn't. There was, that was it. And a lot of these jujitsu guys, Damian Maya, you've seen it a couple times. He's actually got double legs and shit, which are good. But Kron Gracie, if you're just going to be these jujitsu guys, if they can't get you to the ground, which they're not good at doing, these guys aren't good at getting you to the ground. They're good once it's on the ground. But the big problem is, the big gap is getting these dudes to the ground. You couldn't get, um, you even tried to pull guard a couple times on Cub Swanson. You couldn't get them to the ground. So now what? Now you're stuck in a kickboxing match, and you don't know the first fucking thing about kickboxing. So the worst specialist in that there is in martial arts is a, a fucking jujitsu, a solo jujitsu guy. These guys don't last. Um, now you saw Mackenzie Dern out here. I will say this: she got me fucking being religious again. I'm I'm religious. I'm out here praying a titty falls out. I'm fucking. She got them pregger titties too now man she got the fuck i'm lactose intolerant i don't give a fuck i'll take up on them fucking pregger titties but i'm just saying like she's a fucking another one of those girls she's just a a, a jujitsu specialist now her hands are better than crons i'll give her that but she got pieced up she couldn't get it to the ground them titties is fucking bouncing um she's throwing some punches then you see the titties bouncing all over the place i don't know what the fuck i'm just over here praying on my hands and knees i got i got Allah, vishnu all these motherfuckers lined up just praying for a fucking titty when she fights but another another jiu less i digress she's just another jujitsu specialist when it comes to the striking she don't even try takedowns really i don't know she's somewhere uh, mackenzie dern thinks she's a, a striker now all of a sudden um Nico Price versus James Vick. That shit was some shit. Did y'all see that? This dude KO'd. Uh, this is the second time that Nico Price has knocked somebody out from off his back. The first one was hammer fist from off his back. He 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 shot out kind of out the side, almost at a almost like in a side control from the bottom, and then just had that uh, that that hammer fist right there. Homie's head was right there, and he hammer fisted that dude a few months last year, sometime I think. And then James Vick. Just, uh, you, you gotta, you know, you, when you're on top and you're hovering over somebody who's on their back and they're in that position to throw those up kicks, you got you gotta blade yourself. You gotta put that front leg, you gotta put that knee in their ass. You gotta control the fucking, uh, the ankles. You gotta, you gotta control those legs. He didn't do that shit. He squared up to Nico Price. He squared up his whole body. His whole face is now a target for those up kicks. And Nico didn't just throw it like a push kick from the bottom. He threw it like an axe kick from the bottom. So he came down with the fucking heel bone and smashed James Vick in his motherfucking mouth. Like a fucking axe kick from the bottom and slapped him instantly from the bottom and gave him a couple punches just for the fucking sake of it. Just to remember that shit. Nico Price is a motherfucker. Now, I don't know. He always he seems to be getting dominated up until he gets taken down to the ground. But he pulls this shit out. 
So you had Mackenzie Dern. I just talked about that. That Amanda Rebus chick uh, smashed her basically. Just easy, easy, unanimous decision because homegirl, homegirl thought she was a motherfucking striker. I don't, I don't know. You, you, you ain't that. And then this weekend, man. I don't think I put these. I didn't put these on 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 wax. So take take what I'm telling you with a grain of salt here. I did pick Reyes to beat Weidman. I did pick that shit. Um, I did pick Jeremy Stevens to beat Yair Rodriguez though, and I lost that fight. Um, but that was a hell of a motherfucking fight. Those dudes went at it. Yair Rodriguez is a motherfucker for the first two rounds, and then he kind of gasses. He kind of gasses. He throws a lot of kicks. You got to get inside those kicks. He throws his hands hard, but they're not technical. He just kind of wings them, but he throws them w- really well off of his kicks, man. He, he impressed me a lot. I mean, he throws leg combinations. He's the only dude you're seeing throwing leg combinations. He's throwing he's throwing round kicks. He's throwing side kicks. He's throwing, uh, throwing thunder kicks. He's throwing fucking axe kicks. He's throwing everything. 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 He's throwing spinning everything. Spinning elbows, spinning knees, th- spinning kicks. He's, he's a motherfucker. You got to stay on your bike with this guy. Not one moment can you stand in front of this guy. It's kind of like when you fight Nedson Barbosa with those spinning attacks that he has. Jeremy Stevens, you know, is a plotter. He, he comes forward, and it's a kind of a bad combination for him. Um, but he does have power, and he'll, he's willing to take a couple shots to get those big overhands and those big hooks off, and he does. And he, he took a two-yard at the end of that round. If that was a five-round fight, that's an interesting fight because the round Round three was Jeremy Stevens' only round, and he was on top for a while, and he was and he was landing some shit, uh, landing some elbows. Uh, it was just a little too late, uh, too little, too late. The two finally got it all, you know, got it on after all the bullshit in Mexico. That was a good ass fucking fight. Dominic Reyes slapped Chris Weidman instantly, like early in that round. Now, no way did I think that that was going to happen. I thought Chris Weidman was going to do exactly what he was trying to do, get him up against the cage and try to get him down. Um, Problem was, you know, Reyes had had some good takedown, had some good takedown defense right there, at least against Weidman. A um, little oversized on, on Weidman. I don't know what to take of Dominic Reyes. He landed a big right hand, and then and then he's just finishing two guys too quickly. You got to. It's the same thing with Francis Ngannou early on. You know, he was just knocking. You never saw. There was no cage time. You don't. You couldn't really tell if they were that good. They just land these big punches, and and they're winning fights so quickly. But the first time that they're in a real fight, you know, Steep Miocic goes and 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 schools them. And, and the first time that Dominic Reyes is going to fight, you know, uh, uh, you know, you could say Chris Weidman, that, that was his first fight at 205. Um, he didn't look great, you know, physically. And he's really, he's pretty much done. Chris Weidman's done. This is, this is a, a this sport, you're, you're, you're something one day and you're absolutely nothing next day. There's the, it's the fastest fall off there is in sports, it is in MMA. Look at a guy like Cody Garbrandt. I was just thinking about him the other day. He ain't shit now. After two losses, after he just held the belt, you know? Now, he, he took an L to, to a dude that's now a proven cheater, so that's all something. But he got knocked out right after that, too. And, you know, who knows if he ever gets back up to the top. But, you know, Chris Weidman, and when these guys start playing the game of weight classes... Uh, like the Game of Thrones and shit and changing around and dropping and going up and going down as far as they can. That means that they're, they're desperate to, to, to hang on. They're getting desperate. You know, now Chris Weidman, if he's now having a problem, he's probably always had a problem making weight because he's probably not on point with his diet. He's probably not that dude. If you want to make weight and do that shit, you got to be on point with your diet. You got to treat this shit like a year-round sport. You can't treat this shit off, oh, I fight, and now I'm going to have months off of eating ice cream and donuts. I can do that. You can't fucking do that. If you're a professional fighter, you can't fucking take... There is no off-season. You heard Nate Diaz say, say this shit. Everybody thought I was gone for three years. He said, I've been training for three years. Motherfuckers talk about fight camps. I don't know what a fight camp is. I train every fucking day. There is no fight camp. You should be in fight camp every fucking day. And, and that's how you should treat this motherfucking game. 
And uh, Chris Weidman, you know, going up to 205, I mean, didn't do much for him. Greg Hardy beating this dude. So Solly or whatever the fuck his name was, I still ain't impressed. I was going to say I got off track. Give him a guy like Andre Arlovsky. You know, Andre Arlovsky, you know, he's been in a lot of boring fights, but he's still got a little bit in there. He's still technically good. He's still got a little power. He's still, you know, he's a good gatekeeper. You want to find out what this dude Greg Hardy is? You want to you throw him to the fucking wolves? You throw everybody else to the wolves. Why not Greg Hardy? Throw this dude to the wolves. Give him somebody tough. You know, give him somebody tough. Give him Francis Ngannou and let us be done with him. How about that? Joe Lozon got himself a big fucking win. That was cool. I like Joe Lozon. This chick, Macy Barber, is a bad motherfucker. Y'all got to check her out. She's a flyweight. She's at 115. She got a big dub. I've seen her fight twice now. She's out here throwing fucking bombs. She's throwing hands. She's throwing elbows. She's a weird-looking girl. She's kind of hobbit-like, um, short. Uh, She's weird. She's weird-looking. And, 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 and she's also kind of hot in a weird way. It's fucking weird. Google her. Uh, but she's a great fighter. She's really fucking good. Um, what's the next fucking fight? Let's see. What do we got next? Upcoming. What's next? Oh, pff, fucking. They bet this shit be, should be for charity. This should be sh- this this fight should be for free. There's no way they should be charging any kind of money for this. They should be paying people to watch this fight. They should be giving you free like ESPN Plus for a month if you watch this fight. Uh, this this Saturday, Maya versus Askren. Um, I don't see if this is on what, how to watch. Do I want to know how to watch this shit? It's uh, ESPN Plus. Nah, 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 homie. Uh, I will stream it because I watch all this shit, but I ain't watching that shit. Damian Maya versus Ben Askren. I don't know who the fuck to pick. Uh, who dies of, of, of boredom first? Is it going to be Damian Maya or Ben Askren? Uh, how many punches are going to be thrown? How many are going to be landed? I'm going to be under 10 for the whole fucking fight. Um, just two dudes, you know, leg humping like like a fucking dog leg humping you and shit for fifteen. No, this is twenty five minutes. God, twenty five minutes of this shit. Uh, I I'm just gonna say I'll fuck. I'll just take Ben Askren. I don't know why he's just a little younger, a little less weathered. Uh, he did get his fucking brains like fucking plastered all over the fucking mat his last time out in five seconds. Um. You know, he does got good striking from the top. Damian Maya, the problem is when he gets you down, he just, he does not strike. He just sits there and, and tries to go from one position to the other. It's literally just a jujitsu match for him. Ben Askren can get you in bad positions and actually throw some some little uh, gorilla arms on you and shit. So I'll just give him that. Just based on the striking from the top, um, who knows? I, I just see a stalemate. I just see stalemates. Uh, takedowns being stuffed and neither one being able to get a, t- a takedown and it just being the worst stand-up. It's like... Ronda Rousey versus Cron Gracie, you know, kickboxing match. That's basically what you're going to watch. Some boring ass shit. Michael Johnson versus Stevie Ray. That's a solid fight. Uh, Michael Johnson got hands like a motherfucker. Uh, Danelle Dariush, uh, he's always a motherfucker, but you never know what you're going to get out of him. Sometimes he has some big wins and then he gets knocked the fuck out. Um, that's pretty much all I know on that shit. So uh, who knows? I mean, fuck it, you know? <sighs> Man. I had some more I was going to go on. I, I had some shit. Listen, it's, we're over an hour already, man. I, 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 I'm parched. My throat's sore. The D-boys are all up in your motherfucking mouth. I know you tasted it this morning when you woke up. It's that, 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 that faint taste of ass all up in your motherfucking mouth. That was that D-boy shooter. Just, 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 just face-fucking the Eagles last night. It was a beautiful fucking thing. If you take one thing out of this fucking podcast, it's D-boys all up in your ass, homies. And the Pelicans getting all up in your ass. 
Uh, but I'm out this bitch. Listen, the triple champ is napping. He's he's chilling. He's crawling now. He's crawling. He's full on crawling now. So we, we're up in the in the Thunderdome and he's zooming and Zach. I used to just chill him on the side there and I'd hit the bag for like an hour and he'd just kind of, you know, roll on his back and play with little toys and shit. I can't, I, I got to put him in. He has a little octagon, like for real. I got this little foldable octagon that I put him in with, with some uh, jujitsu mats in there and we just put his toys in there and now that just corrals him. So I put that up in the Thunderdome and he watches me kickbox and shit up in there and train and hit the bags. And then I let him loose, and he just he zooms all over the place, man. There's no quitting this kid. He goes from one end to the other. You put something in front of him, he'll crawl all the way to the other side. You take it away from him and put it back on the other side. He'll just keep crawling until he gets whatever the fuck he wants. I'm telling you, he's a killer. Future real chip, triple champ. Uh, it's Henry Cejudo, we don't, we don't see you as no triple champ. You don't have three belts, homie. You had a gold medal in, in amateur wrestling. Yeah, that ain't a, a, a fucking belt, homie. That ain't a championship. You you the double champ. You the champ champ. That was coined by Conor McGregor. You ain't the triple champ. That was uh, the future triple champ over here, uh, little Gecko Jr. That was coined by us. Go look. Go look at the tapes. We've been saying triple champ since I, since a year and a half ago when I found out uh, the triple champ was coming into this world. Into this world, he was dubbed the triple champ since he was conceived, homies. I busted and said, uh. There's the triple champ, motherfuckers. That's how I did it. And with that, this is episode number 87, motherfuckers, on our road to 100. Seth Gecko, a.k.a. Moody Hank, and I'm out, motherfuckers. D-Boys, bitch!
race front run, never top ten. On the last lap, like my odds thin down the home stretch. Close to me, I'm gonna catch up. When the going gets rough, I'm gonna give up. I know it's five with you.